generation 10, 15 years ago won't buy much of anything here today. And why the millennial generation is starting to give up because they can't afford to get a, a good job or own a house. A million Venezuelans voting uh, for this assembly saying it's actually less than three. It is. And people are going to start rioting in the streets. Was reported to have asked Putin for military support that would help him stay in power. We will make America safe again. And yes, together, we will make America great again. And they ignore him. And eight more years goes by till Bernie himself finally admits to his sons, hey, I've been running a Ponzi scheme. Does its dominance mean it can use the alliance for its own ends? Since 1981, bond yields, also known as coupon rates, have just gone down and down and down. The Federal Reserve note will be your biggest financial liability. RTD Live Talk. We're live and um, doing somewhat of a late night stream. Uh, but yet I got a couple articles I want to share with you. And uh, as you guys can see from the very subject title, 21,000 victims of economic deterioration. And, uh, you know, one thing I wanted to throw out there, some ideas and some thoughts and pose that question, will you be next? And so um, it's one of the things where you never know when your time, when your number's called in regards to your employment status, especially in an environment where the economy is deteriorating at a very fast rate to where it can come out of the blue. It can happen to anyone at any time. So I wanna share some of my thoughts on how to better position yourself mentally um, if you are employed and especially in the service sector. And so I want to bounce some thoughts and ideas up off you as well as get your thoughts and take on what's going on. And as always, won't be long tonight. So long as my microphone is good, we should be fine. And so if I get caught up in a rant, definitely give me a call. Let me know <laughs> if something's happening. But that being the case, welcome to the live stream. My name is Mike, the host of Detroit's number one YouTube talk show. 313-462-0027 is the number to give me a call and to share your thoughts or what's on your mind. And then over here, we have a chat. Definitely let me know. Uh, what's what's in your mind there and before i begin sharing my thoughts for this evening i will check in with the chat and see who's tuning in and so we got uh low blood pressure says one <laughs> we got excalibur uh from corpus uh yep we got christopher we got johnny we, and uh what else we got here this trash earlier today was foot anthony definitely i appreciate the comment my friend uh, let me know your thoughts on the fud from earlier uh, Scott, Christopher, Kenneth, Laura Spade, Worldwide Emergency. Mike, what's good, brother? How you doing? So, yeah, so I wanted to check in because I actually came across um, the information about Thomas Cook yesterday, and I ended up sharing it on a Facebook page uh, as just a news article. So for those that are on Facebook, definitely uh, follow the Rethinking a Dollar channel over there because I post articles whenever it comes across my, uh, my viewpoint. But that being the case, Thomas Cook. 178 year old company and so this isn't the first company that's a century old plus that all of a sudden because of the economic environment we're in they had to shut it down that you know just because of the it boils down ultimately and 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 this is where i would say this is a part of what i'm going to share with you guys tonight if you're in the service sector, employed at a company, especially that does international, um, is, is international, you might want to take a peek at their balance sheet. If, if it's public, if they're a publicly traded company, then definitely you can check out their balance sheet because more than likely what it's going to boil down to 
and I'm not 100% sure, but I believe Thomas Cook's situation has to do with the corporate debt because we're at all-time highs of corporate debt and Thomas Cook had to close his doors because they couldn't pay back their creditors, I think to the tune of 250 million pounds. And so if you have a corporation that's 178 years old and the whole to their creditors to the tune of 250, then it's one of them things where, where do the funds come from when they're probably penny pension to be profitable in the first place by offering services at a much lower cost than their competitors. And the model of making a profit these days is very skeptical when people aren't spending as plentifully as they used to. So uh, we're going to dive into a couple articles, but let me get your thoughts on what's going on here. Uh, and so it says, uh, great content. And I appreciate that. Anthony says, the Q breaking Bitcoin. I like uh, I like um, Adams, but he's better with food. He's pissed me off a BTC years ago. Yeah, so in regards to the uh, um, little RT quick take I shared earlier on the quantum computing. And so when I saw that article, I thought I would just share it because it's one of the things that I'm, uh, I, I've expressed those same concerns years ago. So it's nothing new. But yet for those that might be new to the channel, it might pose as being something new. But whether it's true or whether it's false is irrelevant at this current moment. But keep in mind, and I'm going to leave it at this. If it's an object, if it's something that's made by man utilizing the computer technology, then clearly... I hope you would be able to believe and to see that if there was some type of computer with the computing power of what this quantum computer is labeled as possessing with the qubits and 250,000 qubits and solving computations that takes 10,000, all that, all that technical talk. And so if you believe that a man created the protocol, the blockchain protocol, why wouldn't a supercomputer be able to decipher, break up, or derail the promises that the blockchain offers? So I'm not saying that the quantum computers will do it. Definitely it could be just FUD out there to get people, you know, scare tactic could be the case. I just thought I would put it out there, let you guys chew on it and do what you got to do with it. But my motto is if it's made by man, the man is definitely capable of manipulating it. Just like we see with everything in this current monetary system, fiat system, credit system, all man-made, all man-destroyed. So uh, I'll leave you with that. And so we'll keep it going from there. And so Worldwide says, hey, Bitcoin Ben might be on to something with his latest video. Uh, I got a chance to check it out a little bit tonight, uh, talking about ice and backs and stuff like that. Didn't dive deep into it. But once again, it's one of the things where my only concern and something that concerns me more than ever is that people are taking too much of a people are overly optimistic in the blockchain technology, in particular Bitcoin, as being some type of savior of our monetary order. In a sense that it's going to derail the powers that be and going to put the power back into the people's hands. And that's where I feel I'm concerned because it can be a viable option in the short term. But don't bank upon it being something that you're going to prosper off of in the midst of an economic chaos just because I truly believe that the, the protocol, the blockchain technology, the cryptography and the way it's presented to us now, the current form of blockchain we have now, I don't really, I truly don't believe it was put forth as a let me free the people, let me help 
the people prosper in this in the greatest wealth transfer that will ever happen in humanity at this current moment in time into the hands of you know people who you know just yeah so that being the case i'm gonna leave it at that because that's what I, that's not what i'm here to talk about but any other night feel free to call and let me know and so back to this title of tonight's subject matter as you guys can see from the thumbnail 21,000 people were became economic victims like victims of economic deterioration that they probably had no clue was coming and I want to shine some light on some articles here and just share my thoughts on it and, and put some pet put some thoughts and ideas out there to you guys on how I personally am trying to wrap my mind around the shift that's currently taking place because what's going on is a paradigm shift mentally but more so more so it will be a monetary shift as well as a social economic uh, reshifting of power from west to east so you factor all that in there's some things that we should talk about not necessarily concern ourselves with well are we going to be prosperous on the other side you know will i be a millionaire when all this stuff happens that's irrelevant because the amount of destruction that's going to take place and the and the increasing of hopelessness in the human race will be so bad that I doubt you'll be able to live comfortable being high on the hills because you were prepared, but yet those around you crumbled. So let me share some thoughts with you. I'm going to share an article here because I'm thinking about this. And I've talked about it several times before. And so if you've been with the channel for a while, let's go back to you know late December of 2018 when I talked about what I believe 2019 was going to become. And so far it's playing out very accurately just because it's just inevitable that as the monetary system looks to save itself, the ripple effects will become obvious into the mainstream economy to where the deterioration of the economy due to debt is becoming problematic. So here we have a 178-year-old company that all of a sudden can't meet their credit op their debt obligations. So they had to lay, they had to, they surprised 21,000 people of which the top 100 knew it was coming. And the top 100 I'm referring to are the executives, the board members, the presidents, and even, even the people who have been getting greater than normal pay over the last couple of years heading to this hiccup. So there's a small few out of that 21,000 that knew. And they were the people that were in the boardroom, in the offices. They actually paid attention to their corporation's balance sheets and saw that they were in the red heavily. And so how do, what, does it, what does this mean to you? The reason I mention this is because at any time, at any place within this year, so from this exact moment in time and space that you guys are watching me until next year at this exact same time, so September 23rd, 2020, you, you have a year window. And this is just my gut feeling that between now, if you are in the service sector, if you, are, if you work for a corporation that is, does business globally or even domestically or has interactions with other corporations that do things internationally <clears throat> at any moment your corporation if especially if it's publicly traded they more than likely have bought into the that the cheaper than ever credit available to them during this last decade to more than likely the corporation you might work for took on an excessive amount of debt that's now about to become problematic and so not only you factor in this repo situation where we have financial institutions that are a little bit short on cash for whatever reasons, but yet they're going directly to the Fed. And so they're going to be liquefied. As I mentioned, the spigot was going to be cut on and those closest to the spigot gets watered first. Problem is you go into the private sector, 
until you go into Thomas Cooks, you go into the GEs, you go into the GMs, you go into the, you name the corporation out there, all the retail. We've already talked about 30,000 jobs in retail sector. We already talked about that. Those people couldn't get lines of credit, you know, the cash fast credit loans that come from the Fed. So what did they have to do? They had to pay out the board members. They all got bonuses and, you know, good severance packages. But the other thousands of people that's not in the boardroom, they got a pink slip saying, I'm sorry. And so these are all things I think we should think about because at any time, any place, if you're employed or if you're dependent upon industries that are in this particular sector, you could fall victim to it. So these are all things that we all should be you know, cautious and aware of. So one thing I would tell you, if you work for a publicly traded company, check the balance sheets of your corp company. That'll give you a slight indication as to where they're at. Even though the numbers could be fudged a little bit or forged a little bit, check your corporation's balance sheet. Because if there's some questions on their abilities to live up to their obligations, they can be making some downsizes or some, as they call it, doing some rebalancing of their of their uh, company structure, which ultimately is a word for firing. And so depending on what you put in there, even if you put in 20, 30 years, at this current moment, because of the deterioration of this global economy, your longevity, your loyalty to the company is irrelevant. So let's get over the fact that I put in 20, 30, 40, whatever. It's irrelevant. And more than likely, if you put in that much time, they're going to be trying to force you out anyway because you probably have you know, stayed your welcome a little bit too long and probably cost them more than they think you're probably willing that you're worth to them. So those are things to consider. So I want to walk you through a timeline here of Thomas Cook's um, of the last, looks like, couple of hours with the article here. Because it's once again, it's it's not until things unfold do people begin like, you know, waking up to like, what, what's what's going on here? And those are the same people that if you just had took a second to just assess your environment, to take a look at your corporation's balance sheet and see where they stand amongst all the thousands of other people that's losing their jobs, perhaps you could have made preparations for this time frame. And what I'm gonna what I'm gonna end up with by saying. The ultimate preparation, I believe, and this is just my opinion, take it for what it's worth, but if you are employed, if you fall into the categories of things I've listed, if your company is a publicly traded company, don't think that you are, you know, even uh, even if you're the president, you know, you can fall into a situation where, you know, a debt, some debt get called in real quick, and you, if, you, if your reserves aren't heavy, then you could have issues yourself. But one of the biggest things I think will be a healthy mental preparation for everyone that's listening to the sound of my voice just an opinion. Give yourself a mental pink slip right now. So I just mentioned a, a moment ago that between September 23rd, 2019 to September 23rd, 2020, that's one year time frame of which I'm telling you and you see it. I know you feel it all around us. Things are beginning to contract. Pressures are being our external pressures are squeezing in on the United States of America the trade situation plays into that by, because it's all by design. So don't think for one reason, you know, next in next week, two weeks now, when, when Trump and all them cats meet for that tra trade negotiation, they're going to come out with a grand deal. The deal doesn't matter. It's too late. The course has already been ran. It's time to bring the ship down. And so what I'm saying is you have a one-year period to give yourself a mental pink slip to where between now and next year, and it ain't no telling what can happen to our company, our country, nevertheless, your personal country. So begin making preparations and looking at every paycheck you receive as possibly your last. So what does that mean? You have to manage it differently. You have to do things differently. Start making yourself 
deliberately a little bit more uncomfortable right now, knowing that at any minute between now and the next year, that something could change. God forbid it does. If it doesn't, you'll be even more blessed and happier because you would have provided yourself a little bit of a more of a cushion and some wiggle room to maneuver if you need some extra liquidity for your own personal corporation, which is your, your household. And so here's an article here that I came across and I've been checking this out throughout the day. And it's been updated because it's just more, it's a collaboration of all the news stories on this subject matter. And it just goes deep. This, this situation with 21,000 employees impacts four different countries, Spain, UK, France, and Germany. All four of them have thousands of employees related to Thomas Cook. And all of a sudden, everybody probably went in Monday morning, apart from the 100 people in the boardroom, knew about Monday morning, the problems they were going to have. So Friday, they probably started cleaning their offices out, but yet the average employee had no clue. So if you go through here, it just gives you some timelines. And it's very sad. Oh, no, this is the wrong one. What is this? This is the wrong one. What is this going? Yeah, so this is the right one, but it just added some other stuff to it. But it's just throughout. These are tabloids all throughout the day that talks about this. And then when I go down to the bottom, it talks about all the people that stranded. <laughs> and so this is something that caught thousands of people by surprise. And I want to just put my thoughts out there because it's one of the things where they had no clue it was coming. And so here's an article seven hours ago. It says city speculators found two ways to profit from Tomix Cook's downfall. It says one group shorted its shares in recent months, banking profits as a value of the equity shrank to nothing. And to prove that, here's a look at their stock over the last couple, over the last decade. And so it was $6 a share all the way, took a little dip, rebounded, took a little dip. And, and as of right now, it was delisted. Like, uh-uh, it's gone. Even, even To make it even worse, Thomas Cook on Twitter today came out with a, a public statement. And this is, the, this is going to be the last public uh, situation that they are talking about. Let me actually, this is going to be the last, let me see. This is going to be, where was it at? Give me one second. I lost it. This is going to be the last public statement that was made by this particular company here. And so, oops, where's it at? Oh, well. But so this Twitter, well, I'll pull up that Twitter statement there basically said, we are sorry, but yet the, the, the what is it called? Uh, Thomas Cook will no longer be a publicly traded company ever again. And so is it stuff like that that really makes me think about how bad this is when that's going to be the last tweet last tweet for their Twitter account. And it's one of the things that nobody knew, but yet a small few. And then it talks about why that was. And it says a, a group of people who knew about this shorted the stock, made a lot of money off of it. And it says the second took out insurance on his bonds. So somebody took off some insurance on their bonds, it says those credit default swaps. Those credit default swaps are expected to pay out some $250 million or 200 million pounds or roughly the funding shortfall that brought Thomas Cook down. So somebody who saw this coming took out some insurance <laughs> on the fact this company was about to go belly up and they profited heavily while 21,000 people lost their jobs. And this is uh, this is real talk. This is what has happened as of today. And this ain't the last massive firing that's coming, in my opinion.
But enough of me ranting. Let me check in with the uh, chat and see what's going on. As out as well as always, highlight at rethinking a dollar so I can see exactly um, if you have a question or a thought worth sharing. And so let me see here. Let me thumb through. It says, can broke debt slave millennials go and serve in a war against Iran and get maimed or killed for the bankster debt? Rumple. Um, that I don't know that one. It says GE lost have a trillion dollars in the last 20 years. GE lost 20 uh, lost a trillion dollars. Yeah. GE is like it was one of the longest tenured companies on the Dow Jones up until the last couple of years. So that's definitely not a good sign. So C Dog, you know, Mike is X Mill, right? Mm, not sure what that is. What else we got going on here? It says check out We Study Billionaires Investors Podcast Network, episode tip two six with plan B. All right, that's some good advice out there for people. What else we got here? Uh please open your phone lines. Oh, I apologize. Phone lines are open. Give me a call and I'll definitely get you on here. So we have a call. Let's get to this call. Hello, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, what's up, Mike? This is Kenny from Pensacola, Florida. Kenny from Pensacola, Florida. How you doing, my friend? What's on your mind tonight? Hey, I'm, I'm going, doing well. So I heard you talk about, like, um, I guess what the Federal Reserve is, like, paying the banks. Mm -hmm. They're giving them, like, financial aid. I've got the acronym for it. Yeah. Uh, I think I saw something about POMO. I forgot what it stands for, but that's the that's the name. That's the name. That's the name they're giving it. Pomo. Now, 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 my, so my, my question was, is that is what they're doing, is that equivalent to what positive easing was? Is is what? Was that um similar to what positive easing was? Like what positive. they're doing now, is that is that the same thing with what quantitative easing was? Uh, it's it's in that same it's in that same category, yes. And so quantitative easing before was it was publicly announced and it was authorized by our Congress to liquefy to provide liquidity for the failing banks and corporations. So Congress approved of the central bank doing that. Whereas in now this repo situation is actually typical financial um, uh, lending that's d just done on a regular basis. It so happens that right now because of the squeeze, the economic squeeze, deterioration of the economy, a lot of banks aren't lending to each other like they typically do. And so the lender of all last resort happens to be the very creator of the currency itself, which is the Fed. So they decided to do their due diligence and step in and help out. So from what I've gathered is it's always been looked at as like, you know, the Fed, you go to the Federal Reserve for a loan in a dire situation. You never need to go outright because you got other buddies in the banking sector that will step up to the plate. But because the borrowing costs, because banks don't trust each other for whatever reason right now, the, the interest rates on a loan shot up. And so they were bidding to see who would be willing to take out to, to extend the loan. And it got up to like 10% interest for an overnight uh, loan, which is obviously it's, it spells trouble to where the Fed stepped in and by them offering some liquidity, it, that they lowered it down and all that stuff like that. So it's a new form of QE, not officially announced, but it's the same thing because you got somebody with nothing bringing something into existence and then giving it into the economy. So QE, yeah, in, in a form. Okay, and uh, so I watched the, the speech that uh, the Fed Chairman Powell gave, and he mentioned that that was due to some, some tax situation. 
that, that's at the end yeah. of the fiscal year. Now, did you find that was fight with like some BS or like he lying actually lying to people? Uh, no, or this legit reason. Good question. I, I think that was that's what the, that's the best and easiest answer to give because in the third quarter, corporate taxes are due, and so definitely you know people got to start paying Uncle Sam. Problem is, what happened to all those funds throughout the year? Why all of a sudden now they got a pinch or lack of cash? And so that's just a cover-up answer of my question because the second or third question, which was be stuff they would never really tell us, is probably because the banks are trying to hold on to as much cash as they can because they know what's coming down the line. And so we still got another quarter. So come end of the year, there's going to be another situation where taxes are due and who going to have cash then. So we're going to see if, they, if they're going to be extending loans overnight at that time as well. So this could be a short period or this could be an extended period throughout the rest of this year. And we're not even in a recession yet, according to them. So imagine what happens when the economy officially tanks and they have to interject and, and respond. So, uh, yeah. So he, what he said is probably true on the surface, but yet there's always two or three layers beneath that of which they don't want us to know. And I have one, one more question. Yep, go ahead. And it's about inflation, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, they keep saying that, like, they want a 2% inflation, stuff like that. But, mm-hmm. like, clearly, clearly, prices are way above, like, 2%. Like, mm-hmm. things are, like, you know, if you, if you, it's probably, like, 10%. Because, you know, every 10 years, like, prices double. Like, if you go to McDonald's or fast food or whatever, it, it, everything is like basically double from what it was ten years ago. Yeah, it's not, it's not twenty uh, percent or yeah. one point five times ten. It's not, it's not fifteen percent. You know, so like, like if they if they can fake the numbers and they can just fake inflation the whole time, like this whole time we can be at ten percent or in the future where inflation does be really bad and they start doing positive easing and all that stuff in the future, mm-hmm. they can just keep saying that inflation's only at two percent. Right. Like, and so, and so like the, the numbers are lies. Yeah, so the numbers are the numbers aren't the numbers aren't lies, but they're fabricated to 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 measure exactly what they're tracking. And they go by the PCE, which is the purchasing consumer index or whatever, but it has to do it has nothing to do with the real world items that we use. So up on the screen now I have the Chapwood index, which is an actual measurement by done by Ed Binkowski who was a former guest I had on the show. And this are, these are the real numbers according to the CPI of actual goods and services. It says 500 items that you and I use on a daily basis. So this is these numbers here are a lot higher. They're almost double digit in most cities as to what the real inflation rate would be if you measured it according to what people actually used. And so if you look at these numbers and you look at their lack of numbers, you put those together, you stuck in the middle, you know it's damn well better, more than 2%. So that's why you have to just take what they give us as a grain of salt, knowing that those numbers are for them to continue what they do. Not It's not really the full truth. So, um, But I'll put this link in the uh, in the chat so people can see more about it if they're not familiar with it. So appreciate the call, my friend. All right, brother. All right, buddy. Be good. Bye. Yeah, man. Appreciate that call. Appreciate that call. Um, yeah, the Chapwood Index, if there's any question on what the actual inflation rate more than likely is in your city, feel free to check this Chapwood Index out and you'll get a better look at. So I want to acknowledge a couple people. Uh, Fred Flammer, I appreciate you, my friend, for that love offering to the channel. I appreciate that support. And then we got Nurse Dan. I appreciate that love offering as well, my friend. You're a blessing to the channel. I appreciate that. All supporters always welcome. And uh, what else we got going on? So feel free to call in. I'm going to be a couple more minutes and I'm going to dial off. But I just want to check in tonight and share my thoughts on what's going on because... Um, 
yeah, it, it's no end in sight. It will not get better. It will only get worse. And so for those that might just be joining in, what I was hinting at is that 21,000 people got, got caught by surprise, of which the top 100, the board members and above, they knew it was coming. So Friday they had time to prepare. On Monday morning, that's when 19,990 got, got shocked. And it has to do with the fact that they had debt obligations that they couldn't pay. So more than likely, they took out a good portion of debt because interest rates are extremely low and they found themselves in a pinch because of lack of profitability or whatever other issues they may have going on. And so every single publicly traded company, in my opinion, is is is, is probably in a line somewhere somehow with situations like this. And there's an article here I'm going to show you that can probably help you understand what I'm saying a little bit better because this is an article from PBS as of uh, a week ago. And it says, is the rise in U.S. corporate debt cause for concern? And so let me give you some numbers here. At this current moment, over the last 10 years, due to the extremely low rates of, of lending, it says here that uh, the U.S. corporate debt of almost $10 trillion, which equates to half of the nation's annual GDP, should attract our attention. And so they're showing us some, some pretty graphs here that talks about how uh, we have what we got here. Loans. Loans have gone up since 2009. To the very right of this, more people have been deciding to take out a little loans. And now the bills are coming due for some. So some corporations will be able to make, make their bills due. Some people won't. And it's one of the things where more than likely not too many people actually follow the financial health of their corporation or a company that they work for so you would never know if your company is having issues with paying their bills and so you could end up being on the on the short end one monday morning when you know you get a notice or email you go in and the doors are closed or locked and you fall victim to the same circumstance so my whole point in doing this tonight was to just share my thoughts about what's going on and how no one's immune from what's going on. Whether you're self-employed, a business owner, investor, whatever, it's all interconnected because the, the very lifeline of our global economy happens to revolve around the Federal Reserve note and the policies implemented from central banks. And so, as I mentioned, a good way to prepare yourself mentally, I believe, would, to, would be to give yourself a one-year early pink slip. To where between this day, 23rd of September, to the 23rd of 2020, you begin changing some of your habits, changing some of your spending habits. If you know, if, if there's a likelihood that you fall into the categories where you could become a victim of the economic deterioration that's underway, then you're gonna, you know, you would probably treat your next paycheck a little bit different than you do now. If you know that possibly something down the line could happen, not saying that it will, because God is good. God can definitely get you through all this, regardless. But if you're aware, it's only natural to make preparations to the best of your ability and let God do the rest. And so um, that's my two cents on that. And it's one of the things where it doesn't take much other than just simply looking at how you currently spend your money, your currency, you know, consumption on things that are not, not do or die necessities of life. Rethink that stuff. You know, don't borrow with the intention of consuming it. You know, right now in this new environment we're in borrowers are winners and savers are losers. And what I mean by borrowers are winners, people who borrow for their own economic prosperity. So right now you get an interest rate loan at a fairly low price. If you flip that or do something with it to make it grow and then pay it back with cheaper dollars, 
down the line, you know, you've just, you know, became productive. So those are ways uh, of, of utilizing this environment that we're in, according to what you know, according to your skill set, in my opinion. So those are just my two cents there, man. I wanted to get on tonight and share that with you and uh, go from there. But as always, I'm open to hear what you guys think. Feel free to let me know in the chat or give me a call. And as always, those who are calling, if I can't see where you're calling from, I can't answer it. I got to avoid the, uh, the prank stuff. Because we've had uh, people who have nothing but free time and want to call in and prank and do all kinds of crazy stuff. I ain't got time for that. And so what else we got here? So, yeah, so I want to talk more about this corporate debt situation. So more than likely, um, this corporate debt situation, it's going, it's going to come. And so we got $10 trillion, as of last week, $10 trillion out there that's due back. And it's going to be, they're going to be hoping that they'll be able to pay the, those loans back at a much cheaper uh, rate or because they'll probably refinance it at a cheaper rate and, you know, buy them some more time. And so it's one of the things where depending on your place of employment, if that's where you fall into, you might want to consider looking at their health sheet, their balance sheet, just so you can see if one day they might be all of a sudden making some some rash decisions and laying off people. So hello, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello? All right, give me a call. I'll get you on here. And so about to get ready to dial back. I just wanted to check in and share my thoughts. And I'll actually post this article so more people can um, take a look at it for themselves. want to make sure I provide information. And so as always, I'm just sharing my thoughts. I'm just sharing my thoughts on this. This is not financial advice or I consider it just monetary literacy. Do with it what you may. And so, um, Dewan, how you doing, my friend? So let's see if we can get a couple people on here real quick. Hello, caller. What's your name? Where you calling from? What's going on? How you doing, boss man? What's your, what's your mind tonight? Oh my gosh, man! When I got that news about those people, because uh, that I was stranded. Mm -hmm. No, one hundred fifty thousand or six. I think six hundred thousand total. Yeah, I saw something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought about when I went on, on my trip. Mm -hmm. I went to the Caribbean. I went to Jamaica. And, oh, my gosh, man, I, I just couldn't imagine if I was stranded out there. And I'm not saying where, where I was at was, was a, a bad place, but yeah. thinking that you had to go back home and go back to work. Yeah. Yeah, so you got a lot, a lot of people pissed. A lot of people pissed. And that's the thing, like, this, this is a – it's, it's a – I think this is awesome. They got four total airlines, and they got everything needed, infrastructure – but yet, imagine the, now the commotion that's now in that whole sector with them people trying to connect connecting flights and having to spend extra money and yeah, right. that's right. yeah. It, it, it goes to prove that you know the, the self sufficiency of yourself. Yeah. Like in, in case of, prepared just in case of. Mm -hmm. And you know when I was when I went over my went over to uh, to the. Uh, uh, my trip. I always thought maybe I should get bring a roll of silver coins with me. <laughs> I, I don't know why I kept having that in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ho but hopefully. Now, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> but now, since the situation like that actually happened, it's like you know what? No matter where I go, I better carry a roll of twenty with me. <laughs> yeah, have some extra cash, and 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 worst case scenario, uh, you know that's the thing. Like not now, with 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 events like this happening, where we got travel companies going belly up, airlines wow wow went out back in 
what is that? Hell, spring back in March, April, the the, the East Western Europe company they went out of business. So more airlines are going to be probably going out of business on on Mondays when thousands of people are out there traveling. So it's one of the things where you you really can't be prepared for airlines when they go out of business or a travel company or whatever because it's just as I mentioned their financial balance sheet. If they in heavy debt any minute, they can go belly up. Yeah, and they could just. It's like by law, they could just say, hey, we quit, we're done. I'm sorry, you <laughs> kick out fun in the sun. Exactly. Right. So hopefully, if they, because if, they can pay people, people pay millions of dollars for wherever they got, wherever they're at. So hopefully they can live up to their obligations, at least get people home. Like, seal the, close the doors once everybody get home. And, you know, yeah, do, do people right, man. But yet, to just say, like, and to cut the phone lines off, to fire all the customer service, they go home, that's it. You on your own? That, that's cold-blooded right there, man. It, it is. It is terrible. But, you know, um, I, I know they had an alarming thing because uh, with, with the coin shop that I go to, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, um, I remember this was like a few months back that, you know, I go and I buy uh, constitutional silver. Mm-hmm. I, I like I like getting the signs. I like getting, uh, uh, you know, the standard liberty or yeah. walking liberty. Yeah. I asked to, I asked to uh, get some, right? I mean, they have a bucket full of it. Man, the, uh, the man came back, and he, he literally had the bucket in one hand. There's like about four coins left. Three. Yeah. So them boys is going like hotcakes, huh? Yeah. They, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it's just stuff like that alarms, um, you know, brings me to alarm. Uh, but there's something there's something coming down the pipe, and it's going to be, I, I don't even know if we can really actually prepare for it. Yeah, that's the like. It's one of the things where, and this is where I believe what's transpiring right now, it goes beyond just financial preparation. Like, you know, holding actual real money is one thing, but then you got all the other aspects of your life. And so all that's interconnected to with your psyche. And so if you're mentally in a state where you are, you know, you're already just, you know, quick temper, short mind, short temper, just a head case already, you need to really begin getting develop some patience now and just doing things a little bit differently and, and just basically tap it into your, your creative giftedness because that's what you're going to need in order to get through this next uh, couple of years, hopefully. So, but that's just my opinion, man. But Hey, I, I appreciate yeah. you calling my friend. Uh, no problem. No problem. Yeah. Be good. Uh, call a lot more. All right. Thanks. All right. Have a good night. All right. You too. Yeah, man. Good stuff as always. Be careful where you go. You might get stuck, might get stranded. So that being the case, it's been 38 minutes. I appreciate everybody hanging out with me tonight. Um, I wanted to check in so that I could just share my thoughts with you. So for those that might be tuning in late, go back and watch the replay because I gave you the whole little shebang and I want to bore you again with my with my thoughts. But um, um, let me have uh, whoever's trying to call in. It's not it's saying, it's saying unknown, so I can't answer calls like that. So call me from a line where I can actually know who I'm talking to. So uh, with that being the case, everybody's been great hanging out this evening. If you've enjoyed the back and forth, don't be afraid to donate a thumbs up. Or a thumbs down, either one, whatever floats your boat. As long as you put forth the energy to put something, I appreciate that. And as always, RTD Silver Coin is still available. It's the only form of weight out there amongst many other, but definitely get physical. Be leery of, be leery, be skeptical of solely digits. No matter what it's form, no matter how it's packaged up, don't put up, don't put your whole bank into uh, digital illusions. In my opinion, so that being the case, be blessed, be safe. I'll see you guys later. Definitely share this video because a lot of people don't know. Some of the things that they can use as guiding and tools and measurements to uh, brace themselves to prepare for what's ahead. So other than that, be blessed, be safe. See you guys later. Peace.